Welcome to the fifth episode of the High School Business and Personal Finance Teachers Podcast. Stay tuned for our interview with Dan Winkler, a teacher at Seckman High School in Imperial, Missouri. Stay tuned for the interview. Virtual business simulations are the leading cloud-based educational simulations for teaching business, personal finance, and marketing at the high school level. There are currently eight different virtual business simulations available. Retail, hotel, restaurant, management, personal finance, accounting, sports and entertainment marketing, and fashion. Virtual business simulations are used in one-third of the high schools in the U.S. You can learn more about virtual business simulations at www.knowledgematters.com. Welcome back to the High School Business and Personal Finance Teachers Podcast, sponsored by Knowledge Matters. This is the podcast where we talk to high school business, personal finance, and marketing teachers about how they got started teaching and tips and tricks they have for teaching business and personal finance to high school students. I want to welcome our latest guest, Dan Winkler, a high school teacher at Seckman High School in Imperial, Missouri. Dan, welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks for having me, Jeff. Sure. Well, what classes do you currently teach? Currently, this past school year, I taught a couple sections of computer applications, uh, several sections of personal finance, and then we just instituted an AP economics class this past year. Great. And how did you first get into teaching? Uh, I actually got into teaching uh, compliments of my high school math teacher, believe it or not, they went through and uh, he was actually there for me before school. Uh, you know, I needed some help with some math and uh, he stopped what he was doing, responding to emails and all that sort of stuff that teachers do in the morning uh, and set some time aside to where he could actually help me understand the concepts from the previous day on the homework. And that's just kind of uh, what set it off that, you know, I really like helping people and uh, wanted to kind of pay it forward as he was doing for me. And so, and so then you decided to pursue a teaching degree. Is that what? Yeah, I actually, uh, when I graduated high school, I, uh, decided I wanted to be actually a high school math teacher, uh, much like he was. And when I got out into, uh, doing observation hours and different things, um, I realized I wanted to make a, a greater impact and I like technology a lot more. Uh, and still wanted to teach and found that the, the business side of education was going to be where uh, I felt like I could make my greatest impact on students. Sure. And have you always taught personal finance since you started teaching? Um, my first two years of teaching, I was actually in an elementary school setting uh, to where I was dealing with computers and a little bit of uh, cross-curriculars with their uh, gen ed math teacher. Uh, but over the last four years, go, this upcoming year will be my fifth year that I'll have personal finance. And so what's a typical school day for you? Uh, 
For me, it's usually I usually have more uh, personal finance classes than anything else, uh, especially over the last four or five years. Um, you know, I, it, since it, in the state of Missouri, uh, it is required for all students to graduate. When they graduate, in order for them to graduate, they have to have some sort of personal finance class. Um, so our district has gone through and uh, said that pretty much if you are a sophomore, uh, we're going to make sure it's on your schedule to where you can take it. So uh, I see a lot of sophomores throughout the course of the day um, with personal finance. Sure. And um, and so uh, what have you done uh, since you started teaching personal finance? I mean, are you using a specific textbook? Um, what what have what have you figured out in terms of like the day to day curriculum and lesson plans? What what's been working for you? And maybe even if there's something that hasn't worked for you. Oh, sure. Um, we when I first started my very first semester teaching, you know, being the new teacher and not really knowing the curriculum, I kind of uh, held on to the book as if it was the Bible. And it was that uh, personal financial literacy, I think it's by Joan Ryan. Uh, one of those first few editions of it before they started coming out with new ones. And I kind of held that one very near and dear to me throughout that first semester and even that first year, uh, just to make sure I was doing everything that the rest of the teachers in the in my department were doing. Um, ever since then, I have found that I don't use the textbook, actually. Um, I found that the students want to hear more of the real world side of things. How did, how did I survive? How did I make it to where I am today? And, uh, in terms of my financials, uh, trying to get them to see what the real world and life is going to be like outside of, you know, the spine of a book and outside the four walls of the classroom. So I usually try and bring in a lot of real world examples. Um, I bring in a couple of, uh, people from the banks around the surrounding area that are willing to talk to the students about how to open up a checking or a savings account, the dangers of credit cards, uh, just so that they can hear it from somebody else. Uh, so it's not like I'm just the teacher standing up there and telling them all of this when it, they may or may not believe it. Sure. And, and do you have, um, any projects or, or, um, things that you found that the, <laughs> that the students respond to really well? Oh, absolutely. They, uh, when it comes, when we get to our budgeting unit, you know, they really kind of have uh, this hard time because uh, when students get money from mom or dad, they'll, you know, go out and spend it right away. But when it's their own money, uh, they try and hang on to it for as long as possible and they don't spend it. So I have a budgeting project to where uh, they're given, they've saved up so much of their own money. Uh, and they have to plan a vacation and they can either f uh, go on vacation by themselves or they can go out uh, with one other person in the, in the class and do kind of a group project. Uh, and they have to stick to their budget. They have to be gone so many days. They have to do so many activities per uh, per day. They have to eat uh, at a restaurant as opposed to at the hotel. And kids find that they actually enjoy it because uh, – many of them, mom and dad are just planning the vacation and taking them on it. And it's kind of a shock to see what they, where they end up going because of 
the financial constraints that go with it. So you give them a budget is what you're saying? Yeah, they they have uh, you know a set dollar value depending on if they fl- if they're traveling by themselves they have one set dollar value. Uh, if they partner up with somebody else in the class, I think I gave them you know a couple extra hundred dollars to uh, go on their trip. And and so where do you where do you look if you are um, if you're if you're writing a lesson plan and you're and you're looking for um, specific info about a topic or are, are, are there resources that you have found that or places that you look to to um, uh, bring information into the classroom oh yeah I am actually very active on the Twitter scene uh, the hashtag uh, B, uh, business edu uh, they have a Twitter chat uh, I think it's twice a month the first and third month of uh, on Tuesdays that, you know, we usually get together and share out a whole bunch of different ideas on topics and various different things, uh, as well as, uh, on the Facebook side, I'm part of a business educators, uh, group that, you know, every now and again, somebody will make a post of, Hey, I'm getting ready to teach a a digital media class. Uh, does anybody have any topics or, uh, I put out there the earlier this school year that I was trying to change up how I was going about uh, the budgeting unit, and that's how uh, I actually started that uh, budgeting project that I mentioned earlier. Sure, sure. And I think I actually found you through the Twitter chat, the DZDU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm curious, given given your experience thus far, are there any lessons that you've learned if your students are having a rough day to get them back on track? Um, if they're, you know, usually having a rough day, sometimes I've found that the kids actually like coming to my classroom because uh, I usually try and lighten the mood and crack some jokes and different things because uh, in their eyes, I'm an elective class. So it gives them that break from uh, from their normal core classes throughout the day. Uh, I think I just kind of, if they're having a bad day, you know, I can usually tell and, uh, you know, at some point I'll go over, you know, kind of lean over, ask them, you know, if they're having a bad day or not and kind of work with them, uh, on making sure that if they need that time and space to, you know, kind of disconnect for a couple of minutes that they can do that. Uh, I just want to make sure that they don't fall too far behind. And then uh, we have kind of uh, like a little activity period or advisory period to where uh, if they have that bad day, I'll pull them in and sit down with them one-on-one to make sure that uh, even if they were a little disconnected to make sure that they got the information that I was trying to review or that we were discussing in class and make sure that they uh, get back on track and t- so they're ready for tomorrow or the next day. Sure, sure. Um, so you said that the uh, personal finance class at, at your high school and in your state is required. So do you have to do much selling to get uh, students to take your class since it's a requirement? <laughs> Not really. The counselors usually uh, usually go through and make sure to schedule everybody uh, during their class meetings in the spring. The counselors will uh, sit down with them in the gym and, and go through and say, OK, you know, you, you guys know you need to make sure to mark your core classes for next year. Uh, and at this point, go ahead and fill in the bubble saying that you're going to take personal finance as well. That way we make sure that you get in there. 
Um, and if it doesn't work out because you're taking band or gym or something else that uh, we don't lose sight of this. And the, the counselors actually in our building do a very, very good job at making sure that uh, all the sophomores get accounted for uh, either first semester, second semester. And if for some reason they uh, don't end up taking it, then they're first on the list to make it to take it junior year. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so I'm curious when your students come into your class, how much of a sense of personal finance do most of them have? Uh, it can vary. You know, uh, the area that I'm in, there's a lot of, uh, the socioeconomic status can vary depending on, uh, what side of the district that you're on. So, uh, when they come into the building and especially into my classroom, I kind of do this very, uh, generic pre-assessment to see, okay, what do they know about uh, just uh, calculating hourly rates? What do they know about overtime budgeting, banking, and all that sort of stuff? Um, and each year, even each class, uh, it, you know, you have your peaks and valleys because uh, nowadays kids are starting to learn about things at a much earlier age because of technology. They're going out and finding things on their own. And and do you find, is there any any area where you find that um, students are really surprised, whether it's, you know, when they look at the paycheck and discover how much they, you know, have to pay in taxes or um, I'm, I'm just using that as an example. Is there is there any area that comes to mind for you that that the students show a sense of surprise that they don't know about? Uh, bank reconciliations and just the overall banking side of uh money management because uh, they always see money coming into their wallet and then when they pay money out uh, at the store or at the restaurant, but they don't necessarily understand uh, how to do the bookkeeping side of uh, the finances to making sure that you know, all of your money actually is accounted for. And so you don't go, so you don't go to the store and swipe your credit or debit card and it bounce back and say insufficient funds. Gotcha. And, and uh, I take it from that that you, you teach them about reconciliation and how to manage a, a checkbook. Yes, that is usually what ends up taking the majority of our semester. Uh, I pretty much focus an entire month or six weeks uh, on the basics of banking, how to write a check, how to fill out a deposit slip, your checkbook register, um, you know, the endorsements that go on the backside of the check. Uh, you know, filling out your checkbooks, getting your bank statement, and then actually doing your bank reconciliation at the end. Gotcha. Well, you you mentioned the the budgeting exercise for vacation. Are there other projects that you have run across that have really captured the attention of your students that you would want to mention? Oh yeah, the the banking uh, packets that I uh, I call them packets, but they're actually projects. You know, they they get this scenario of here's your budget, here's your um, here's, here's your list of transactions that you've made over the course of, you know, a couple of weeks or maybe even a month or more, uh, you need to document them appropriately in your checkbook register. Uh, you then need to write the appropriate checks, fill out the appropriate deposit slips, and then I give them, uh, their bank statement and they go through and they have to fill out their bank reconciliation and I usually have a couple of questions after they have gone through and had every you know dollar value accounted for to where, you know, okay, you've got some 
you have some money left over at the end of the month. What would you like to do with it now that you know that you have that money there? And then they go out and uh, write me a couple sentences or they'll go out and find me a picture of uh, what it is that they would go and spend their month, their <laughs> remaining dollar value on. <laughs> what do they usually choose? Uh, some sort of technology, some, somebody tried to even find a car on Craigslist. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Um, so, um, do you do, have you used virtual business, the business simulations with your students? Um, I actually did during my student teaching semester, but, uh, we have not had a chance to incorporate it into our curriculum just yet. Um, and we're, I'm kind of hoping that, um, the Department of Education here in Missouri uh, can help change that because uh, here in the next couple of weeks, uh, there's some new proposed uh, personal finance standards uh, that are currently being reviewed by the public that uh, technology integration is is one of the sticking points to where hopefully we can try and get that uh, within the next year or two going. Great. Well, I just would I, I would add that they are eligible for Perkins funding, but I totally understand. Um, uh, so that's all the questions I had. Is there anything we didn't discuss or any final words of wisdom that that you uh, might have for someone who's listening, who's a high school personal finance uh, teacher or, or teaches business at the high school level? Sure. You know, my words of advice is, you know, just make sure that. Uh, the students are engaged in some way, shape, or form. Um, I know that tends to be one of the hardest things with technology these days, but uh, try and embrace it to the best that you can. If you're in a computer lab, find projects, um, and then just make sure that the the projects are as real world as possible. Uh, growing up, I I never I learned best when it wasn't from a textbook. So, uh, and that's kind of why I ditched my textbook in the classroom and just tried to use as many real world examples as possible. I found that the students are much more engaged and willing to participate. And, uh, it helps build the relationships with the students on a much deeper level to where they come back and, uh, want to share what they've found, uh, once they hit that, uh, real world and have to do the banking on their own. Great. That's great advice. Well, again, we've been speaking with Dan Winkler, a high school teacher at Seckman High School in Imperial, Missouri. And Dan, thanks for doing this interview. Oh, no, thank you.